0: Imagine a magnificent life where you can master anything you want to, where time is not a barrier. Struggles and challenges you face can be overcome. You can create ultimate control and access higher potential that brings joy and fulfillment in your life. To achieve this, we must first empty our mind to be open for new possibilities before we can launch into infinite heights. In the words of Zen Master Shinryo Suzuki, in the beginner's mind, there are many possibilities, but in the expert's mind, there are few. Join me, the maestro Vincent Chang, as we uncover the secrets to going from zero to infinity. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Zero to Infinity. It's, I'm so excited today to talk to you about where, you know, more about where I'm at and this journey. Yes. You know, you've heard a lot about you know, struggles in the past and where I want to go in the future and a lot of concepts of dealing, how to deal with these inner conflicts. And I want to share with you, you know, a recent experience, you know, building, you know, building a business isn't easy, right? That's why so few people do it. Writing a book isn't easy. Very few people do it. But yet, why don't we do it? What is holding you back? Most of the time, it's our own belief in ourselves that keep us from really achieving our dreams. And if we think we can't do it, then that's the truth. You know, a statement, as Robert Kiyosaki says, a, a statement closes the mind. I don't think I can do this, I don't have the time, I can't, I don't, I might not, I will fail. And once you say that, that's a statement, and so it is. But if you start to reframe it, and as he says, a question opens the mind. How do I want to do this? How can I have this? What can I do to make this easier or more fulfilling? Who can I ask for help? And once you are doing that, possibilities exist versus this end statement that that's no more possibility. I can't. And we go there so quickly. You know, this how aspect. I want to build a company. Well, I don't know how. I can't do it. Bye. Boom. You've just declared it. This is all in your own mind. This is why I'm doing this. Like This is why I'm studying. This is why so many other people are doing this. Is because we don't realize the power of our mind. We're using, you know, people say 10%. No, I think we're barely using 1%. Now think about what, what are you actually using it for? All that knowledge that we studied in primary and high school, like the Pythagorean theorem. What good is that when I'm depressed? You know, solve that equation for me. The only time it's useful when I'm looking on the map and I'm like, here's a, a road that is, you know, a right angle we can take the hypotenuse and, uh, t- you know, take less time. Great. You know, I save 10 minutes. But what's the real essence? Like, how do we deal with the stress of saving, of not saving 10 minutes? How do we deal with fear? How do we deal with, you know, feeling inadequate and unhappy that I'm not where I want to be? You know, no mathematical equation will ever solve that. No physics will solve that for you. You, know, you can memorize the periodic table and won't get you an experience to build a business. Not even business courses help you build a business. That's the paradox and absurdity of all of this. It takes someone who's done it. You know, All of these people out there who are entrepreneurs and CEOs, a lot of them... Don't have degrees. And yet they're millionaires and billionaires and they're having impact in the entire world. Let's ask why is that? How did they get there versus I can't ever be like that? Well, here you have a PhD. You're supposed to in the books and the paper and what's defined for you in life to be able to have success. Yet you're tied to a, a job. You're teaching at the university until you retire. And if you retire, then you have a pension that barely pays your bills. Like, Is that success? You're trapped. So this is about freedom. And your mind is keeping you from that freedom. But we don't even know that. Let's go back to the matrix. We're slave to this world and reality that has been passed down and, and conditioned for us to live in. And if we step out of that, you are judged. You are out of place. You don't be like that. And so because of the fear again of shame and rejection and criticism and, re- and 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 abandonment now we're going to fit in we're not going to do something that will make us feel that pain well how do we solve that what if i'm able to understand the source of that pain and i no one has any power over me based on what they define about me They can say to me all day long, I'm crazy, I'm inadequate, I'm dumb, I'm mean, I'm all of these things, but that's their opinion. It's up to you to form a filter to say, how do I want to receive this? Is this really the truth about me? It might be their truth, but it might not be your truth. Or you have no idea. Maybe unconsciously, you're already believing it, and so you accept it. Yeah, you're right. I'll never achieve anything. So I won't do anything. This is the whole theme, going from zero to infinite. Your mind has infinite capacity to do anything. From inventing the next new thing that will change the world, to being able to fix a relationship, to be able to transform someone's life, to be able to go under ice water for 30 minutes. And be okay to climb the Himalayas in shorts and barefoot. Like, look at Wim Hof. It's all how to train the mind. And this is a lot of this journey with me and so many people. Do you want to strengthen and expand your mind to capacities and things you cannot even imagine? And once you do, think about what you can do with that. It's like having the force. Yes. You know, someone invented the nuclear bomb and well, what did people do with it? They destroyed, you know, an entire city and started a war. But the intention behind it, you know, like anything, it's about the human ability and the capacity of control and intention is their consciousness, their mind elevated enough, expanded enough to know how to use something of power and go back to Spider-Man with great power comes great responsibility. If all of a sudden we gave everybody infinite power, I don't know that the earth might be destroyed because there is not enough capacity to understand and take care of the emotions and be in control of them like greed and the ego and selfishness and, 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 gratification immediately, we are so still in fear that we cannot handle all this power. And so that's why it takes training to be able to wield that power. And the power is within you, but you have to be ready for it. And in order to be ready for it, you have to go to zero. This zero state is to be completely honest with where you're at. What are you afraid of? And if you have fear and you have power, well, that's the worst combination of all. Think about all the historical events that have occurred, people in power, based on fear. Slavery, war, conquering of nations, even religious conquests. Look at the Spanish Inquisition. Now you look at these the presidential schools. That is power based off of fear. You know, you do not go and murder an entire race and children. Why, why would you do that? Well, because they were afraid of the power of their knowledge in the, the ancients and whether it be the Jewish people or whether it be the indigenous people. If I had no qualms about what you believe and I would have, I would be like, great, share that, you know? But this conflict is, that's why I created to Heal the Source. We have to heal our inner conflicts first and then the outer ones will resolve. But what everybody's doing is always trying to fix the other person and change them. That's why we have conflict, whether it be a a couple in a relationship or world wars. People really looked at themselves and say, oh, well, it's all based on fear. I'm afraid you are going to override and be out of control because you have so much more knowledge than me. So I'm going to burn all of your books, whether it be, you know, the Nazis, World War, whether it be in the Industrial Revolution and in China, where they just clamped down. There's no other religions, no other books. And you know, my piano teacher who came back, who sort of escaped that, you know, I'm so grateful for that. He talked about when he was growing up, he could not practice the piano. He could not learn how to compose. It was banned think about that why would someone ban something and you are seeing this all year round like especially during these last two years in the pandemic things are being banned and controlled and restricted and don't say this you can't do this and shut down and cancelled every time someone wants to cancel something it's because they're afraid of it because if i'm not afraid of it i'm like there you go. Share your thoughts. We have all free speech. It's about what people choose to believe. But by canceling it, we're actually also up preventing the freedom of someone else to be able to make analytical choices of what is out there to believe. Again, fear. I don't want more people getting more knowledge. So when they do, now I'm in less power. Here you can see the patterns. So I want to encourage you to tap into your power, not with fear, but you have to understand your fear first. What are you really afraid of? And I forgot who said that. Maybe it's Nelson Mandela. It's like we're not afraid of the weakness within us. We're afraid of the insurmountable power and infinite light that is within us. And it's true. What would you do with all that power? Uh, you know, a lot of people I work with you know, they're especially around anger there's uh, they're afraid of their own anger, and we're we're not able to control it but you know we've probably experienced extreme rage and anger by elders and and family and right uh, in work at school, you know teachers just yelling and screaming I've experienced this all my childhood, like in Hong Kong would be completely not acceptable now, but in the 80s, you got in trouble. We would have to line up after recess, and there were two lines, and we'd line up into this room where there were two teachers, each with a feather duster with a bamboo handle. So it's very thin, and it has all these feathers, and you actually use the feathers to dust. But no, they hold it the opposite way they're holding the feathers so that bamboo stick you know this nice little long stick sticks out so there's two teachers and depending on the severity of your crime as a child during recess, whether you sort of stepped onto the hallway because you're not supposed to go up on the hallway you have to stay in the yard or you you know just yelled too loudly and, and you did something or you pushed somebody by accident, you were deemed severity red or severity blue. And so there would be a red line and a blue line. People. I was six years old. Okay. I'm lining up in a red and a blue line. Well, I was in the red line because I did something dumb. (laughs) I don't know why I did that. I somehow these kids weren't really wanting to play. And I, then I just, took their chips and i ran around the whole schoolyard and then i tossed it in the garbage and i ran up the hall where the hall monitors were and i came back down but then eventually they pointed me out and they got teachers so i was deemed the red so i'm waiting in this line and everybody all these other kids are like you know i hope i hope so and so is not the one doing it today because she's gonna hit really hard and I'm like I don't know. I'm like I don't care at this point. So I go in there, and you see it. You actually hear it. it's like, like on your hand. Like remember, these are like we're, we're little kids here, and you got this adult with this thing, and we hold out your hand, and they go, fuck, fuck. So we get two hits if you're in the red zone. If you get one hit in the blue zone, now. As I'm in the line, there's like, Hey, everybody remember, don't flinch. If you withdraw your hand as there's flinch, you actually get another dose because you've, you know, shook and like took out your hand. And my goodness, how then now I'm, I'm totally in fear. I'm in fear at recess. I'm avoiding this pain and physical hurt and, and, and like. Like I could see in my hand, in the in the in the palm of it, there's this red blister of a line from that that stick that came out and lasted for days. Like and you would say, like, that's nothing compared to these kids, you know, here in Canada a long time ago, were completely like tortured by nuns of all people and priests, and like what? And to understand unconsciously, this is all motivated by fear. So if I smash you hard enough, you are going to remember the pain and fear this pain. So you now you will avoid the action and behavior that led to this pain. Again, lack. Don't want. How do we ever grow if we're constantly in fear and don't want? So That's why I'm challenging you. I'm encouraging you. To tap into the want state and the infinite potential of your mind and to approach power with love, with compassion, with collaboration. So if you had infinite power, what would you do with it? Well, if you're in that higher energy, the first thing you do, the only thing you want to do is help other people. That's all. Because the other is to prevent anybody from doing anything else, and you actually destroy other people. The person you want to help first is yourself, because we can't help anybody if we ourselves are stuck. So by understanding who you are, what you're afraid of, and why you're afraid of it, maybe there's a dream. You've always wanted to see that the world could live this way. Well, that's my dream. That's why Heal the Source came out. You know, instead of years and years and years of therapy where I'm like, yeah, that's there's a great resource there, great healing there. But the pandemic made me think, is that limited? Is there other ways? What if someone could transform radically in ninety days? Hmm, what would that be like? And so I here now I had a thought, and that thought led to something bigger, more power versus being stuck with what I know how do I know more so I began to research and and, and read and and test it on myself and and work with it and well in a month it, like my whole mindset radically changed and through that power well, what do I want to do with it? I'll continue to do the work within myself and then help other people. So if people, you know, you, you, you can check it out, like heal the source.com people who have taken it they've gone from rock bottom. They like in less than 90 days, (laughs) their entire lives are changed. They can't even recognize who they were. They come into a whole new existence and power within themselves of freedom and joy that, they never knew was there. Well, why can't we all live like that? See, that's power, the power of choice, the power that you get to create the life you want versus you have to accept the life you're given and then suffer through it. Well, that has no power, but we're conditioned this way. We're conditioned to be in a place of no power. Unconsciously, we always think we don't have a choice you go to school go to class recess and playtime is only 15 minutes at this point in time which is deemed by someone else and you go home dinner is this time you have to sleep at this time again you're restricted constricted into regulations and rules by someone else which means you are submitting to the power of someone else but yes i mean as a child we we do need guidance but with that restriction, we lose all sense of freedom and creativity. Now I am I only know how to operate by someone else's schedule, their time. And that's why my previous episode is about rest. We don't know how to use our own time. We want someone else to tell us because that's what we're used to. So this is about true power. How do you want to spend your time? Let's use this perspective. If you don't exist tomorrow, how would you spend today? Wow. I probably will spend with people I care about, maybe bring a lot of joy, help someone along the way. I would like more of us to think bigger, think more expansive, to use the power of our mind. And yes, that's how we go from zero to infinity. You know, I think to this day, there is no limit to how much the brain can actually hold and its capacity for data. You know, computers are modeled after our brain and it's so primitive compared to what we're able to do in our mind. Now the belief, belief is able to heal someone from cancer. You know, just the belief. And doctors, I'm like, oh, how did this happen? Oh, a fluke. We don't study enough of the actual true power. We dismiss it because it's what's not known. Versus if we start to explore more and more what we don't know, that's true power. That's how we collaborate. You know? Yes, there's time to discuss and debate and have discussions around what we do know. And great. But oftentimes that leads to arguments and, and differences and conflict. And it leads to more and more, and then we get disconnection, then we get war, then we get conflict, and it all repeats itself. To truly shift the entire level of consciousness in this world, we have to focus on something completely different. That's the whole basis of Star Trek. Like Star Trek is the model for... Uh, Like the next level of humanity. Because they're focused on what they don't know. They're so focused on what they don't know that their entire economic system is eradicated. It's completely different. Everyone is collaboratively supporting and committed to what they don't know. Which is, what more is there in space? What more is there in our human capacity? What more is there to learn in technology and connection and, and, and things like other beings, aliens and races, and there's cultures. And that alone will change this world if we're only focused on what we don't know. And we just are so curious and we have this drive And through this process, we will discover infinite possibilities. Think about all the inventions that have happened across history. Case in point would be traveling. Well, back then, it's horse and carriage. It takes maybe five, I don't know, ten days, weeks to go from Toronto to Vancouver. Maybe you have a thought, say... I want to go there in less time. I want to go there in four days. Oh, I don't know how. How is that possible? Ah, there's, It's impossible. No one can go there in four days. Look at all these statements that determine I don't know and then you give up. The key here is taking that don't know and understanding it. Socrates said it, and I'll quote him again. It's like, he went around saying, know thyself, know thyself to everyone. And the student says, Master, do you know yourself? And he says, I don't know, but I understand that don't know. The power behind understanding the don't know. I don't know how to get there in five days. Ah, that means there are infinite possibilities in which I can know. That's how we Innovate. That is how we are going to have solutions for everything and go places where no one has gone before. So if I continue to focus on this don't know, well, five days, how can I? Well, I would need something a lot faster. I would need something with a lot more energy. Hmm, what is there? well, the only thing here is like a steamboat. Well, what if I put the steamboat onto a carriage for the horse? Uh, Would that go faster? Okay, what does it... Then you have Henry Ford creating the motor vehicle. People thought he was insane, crazy. But he had a don't know that he wanted to achieve infinite possibilities with. Think about... Everything that we have now in in front of you—the computer, the phone—all came from this. Don't know how do I communicate with someone with my face and video across the world? Ah, oh, that's no, it's impossible. You know, we only got these landlines with these little rotary phones, and it's can't. The only thing we can do is actually have this box with an antenna that has some shows on it. Oh, somebody kept going and and talked more and and went to don't know. So this is about trusting yourself, being honest with it, going to zero so that you can tap into an infinite state. And I've been doing this all my life, unknowingly. and, And it has not been easy because there was a lot of fear around the power of going there in my mind. You know, not only did you know, other people, like students feared me, you know, they just judged me. I'm a brainer. I'm this. And, you know, You're too smart. And like teachers did that. And to this day, anyone who I sought help with had that feeling one way or another. And for many, most of my life, That feeling of, you could call it jealousy, envy, resentment, and I got it. As a kid, imagine an elder you respect like resents you because you're too smart. So what is the impact on me? Well, I'm now feeling like I did something wrong because they're rejecting me. They're judging me. They're criticizing me. My smartness creates a feeling of shame and guilt. It upset this person because they're jealous and whatever. They're sad and they're angry. And so what do I do? All this pain, I don't like it. So I want to avoid it. I don't want to feel this pain. Well, what's the easiest way? This is all unconscious. The easiest way is to completely shut my infinite mind down and be like everyone else and be simple and be whatever. Oh, now they're not judging me. Okay, good. Not anymore, and I found myself doing that recently. You know, when when things are in collaboration with someone, and you know, they all get and get that feeling, and, and then I get fearful. That is the fear. I fear their judgment on me, their reaction to me, and I've gotten this old, so that I have to actually take care of the younger child within me. It's like under no circumstances are you ever inadequate, or are you damaging other people? It's their feeling. And something I think I uh, think Grant Cardone said is when people are jealous of you, when people start to doubt and discount what you're doing, that means you know you're on the right track. You're actually succeeding because you're the jealous state, anyone who's actually envious or jealous, they are proclaiming their lack state to you it's them who feel inadequate that's why they're re- presenting a reaction to put you down and change you so that they feel balanced again so jealousy is based off of a comparison of self to other and we go back to buddha's teachings you know, c- comparison is the biggest cause of suffering you not know, because you're attached you know attachment is a cause of suffering yes most people compare themselves to others who are better than them. And now they're feeling inadequate. Now they're feeling less than and it's more discouraging and more. It, it's this aspect of our emotions that we want to understand and take care of and master this fear, this fear of being inadequate. Now it's like, wow, this person is so amazing and smart and innovative. I want to work with them. I want to praise them. I want to acknowledge that. So start doing that with yourself and begin to compare, not compare yourself. Let's not go to competition, but that's how we were raised. That's the conditioning of the society. If you're not good enough, you're bad. Like, no. Imagine all of us sharing our talents in in collaborative state. What can we do? So begin to master your fear around your own power. Be courageous enough to step out. Because once you do, you realize you have a deeper purpose within yourself. As I have. It's a purpose to completely help and and improve. And engage with this world. On a much, much higher level. And change it. To a place where we all then contribute. To focus on don't know. I mean, if we did that, we would have been Mars tomorrow. Like we would have been across the galaxy. We could have solved poverty, ended all world conflicts. This is what each of us has the power to do, but we have to first master it within ourselves. So here I am saying, don't be afraid of your infinite power. And if you are, well, get to the source. Let's heal it. Let's understand it. Master it. And with mastering it, now you're going to use that power for good. That's all you can use it for if you are not in fear. So until next time, you can always check me out. HealTheSource.com. Contact me. Review. Leave some comments, feedback. Always welcome. I love listening and honoring what you have to say so that I can better serve you and and give you great content and and share more of my story. So thanks again for listening. Until next time, going from zero to infinity. You've begun this incredible journey to infinite mastery. To reach infinity, you must first get to zero. Be open to learn so that you can become a master in whatever you desire. Infinity is possible when you master and leverage time to your advantage. Subscribe to the Zero to Infinity podcast with maestro Vincent Chang to gain ultimate control and realize higher potential. Visit my website at vincentchang.ca and healthesource.com to learn more about creating success and balance in your life so you can master anything.